Welcome in to the July edition of the Ask the AD, the Weber State Athletics podcast. As part of the Cattails podcast, I'm Paul Grua, joined by the Athletic Director Tim Crompton, and also joined by the voice of the Wildcats, Mr. Steve Clackey. Good to have you part of us Good as well. Good to be here. It's nice to see other people besides, <laughs> I, I mean, I love my wife, but it's nice to see other people. You need to be careful. Yeah. Steve Clackey, <laughs> the longtime voice, as you know, the Wildcats, and... Uh, is going to be uh, helping us out and doing some more things. And Tim, we are excited to have him. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have him here. It's a pleasure to have him do our games, our basketball and our football games for sure. But to, to have him join us on these on these podcasts is yeah. outstanding. So kudos to you for talking him into well. He's the best, and we're, we're looking forward to future things down the line where we'll have Steve involved more. And as part of it, of course, will be a, an, an interview we do try to do monthly with you, Tim, as our athletic director. And uh, yeah, have you done anything lately? How have things been? <laughs> well, you know, I think that, uh, that someone once, not once, someone said to me a few months ago that it's, it's, it's eerily kind of quiet, but stressful at the same time. There's not any yeah. lack of things to do around here, which is, seems to, that it wouldn't be like that considering that we're actually not playing sports. It, it, like we normally do, right? You know, I mean, everything has been a little different. Summer access has been delayed, and um, how we work out, when we work out, everything's just a little bit different. But, but, not not a lack of things to do. It's it's been pretty busy. I, I certainly fill my days up. Well, as I said earlier, we're it's July sixteenth in the afternoon. We want to make sure we say that because as soon as we put something out, as you know, things change and they right. will. And I've heard mentioned before that this next month will be one of the most important in college sports history, perhaps. And we're all in limbo, but there's so much uh, decisions that we made in the next few weeks. Well, a lot of things rest or lay on, on what happens with college football and, 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 and the dominoes that fall from there, whether we, we're playing college football, when we're playing it, how we're playing it, and what that means for the other sports and how that the NCAA reacts to that in terms of championships provided to the other Olympic sports and so yeah there's a lot of things up in the air we do know that as we draw closer to the first of August that there'll probably a, probably be a flurry of decisions that just all of a sudden come through even though they just weren't thought of the night before but it might seem like that so but there's some things that can change as you, as you just mentioned that it, it, it seems like we're all out there hoping that there's something that, that changes that makes it a little bit easier for us to put a sport on. Yeah, to quote a coach that we both know, uh, basically it's, a, it's hard to nail this thing down. It's like trying to nail jello to a tree. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it, it really has been difficult. Were you surprised at all that the, you know, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten made their decisions so early? Well, to begin with, and you're right, in the infamous words of Coach Joe Craven, <laughs> I think he, he was jello or snot, one or the other, <laughs> to a tree, yeah. I, um, I think that, but that's, that's a tough question to ask. I believe that we're at a place right now where the, the, the COVID-19 virus and, and the, the, the ramifications of that financially are, are extremely connected. And those decisions are being made on the based off the safety of the athletes and based off the finances that have, or, or the lack thereof that have that have been byproducts of not being able to play spring sports or, or not being able to have the basketball tournament. And all those things are um, having in, uh, 
consequences and I don't think any of them intended some of them perhaps that you could have anticipated nevertheless I think it's forcing conferences institutions uh, into conferences in particular into making decisions as kids are going to start coming back into football camp or onto campus and the expenses that, that that go along with those things and so there's a lot there's just a lot of moving parts there but but what we do know is that that the decision is going to now be sooner than later because we're running out of time to make those decisions um, in terms of well what does fall camp look like for football or soccer or volleyball or cross country I and mean, what does that look like they're not that far off of when they would have to ultimately make that decision anyway. A few weeks? Yeah, I'm just wondering, the NCAA, didn't they come out a few weeks back with a guideline for football anyway, like a six-week camp, uh, two weeks to make up for the sure. loss of spring ball? That, that's got to be coming right around the corner. Sure, that that's the 24th, 27th. Yeah, is the next state. They're, they're currently in the, they're in the required workouts. Right yeah. And then they'll move into what they can do walkthroughs. And yeah, that, that model has been out there, mm -hmm. no question. I, I don't have it sitting in front of me, I don't know the yeah. exact date. But it, towards the end of the month. And then August 7th is the planned date for the regular practice beginning. Correct. It's all coming soon, yeah. isn't it? The, to answer your question, these conferences, Big Ten and Pac 12, are making these decisions to just try and get out in front of what that might look like rather than just drop it. So I would imagine in every day, it seems like there's some, something else that comes out whether it's the Patriot League or whether whatever it might be. And you know, and eventually, you know, within the next few weeks, I think that everyone will have landed on some course of action. It'd be interesting to see what, what, what uh, indeed the roles are, which, which is funny because you've got uh, you know, the football practice schedule coming up, but yet we've got uh, both the men's and women's basketball teams starting to do their voluntary workouts right now and are in, in camp, basically. Right. I don't even know where to go there with that. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we just go with as these kids come in and start to train to participate in some normal activity, how we mitigate and, and trace these kids is the key. Well, we're talking with Tim Crompton, the athletic director at Weber State, and Steve Clocky, the voice of the Wildcats, joining us as well. You're on Zoom calls or conference calls frequently with other ADs in the, in the big sky and the commissioner. and. And so maybe when decisions are made by conferences, what's that process exactly like and who ultimately, how are those decisions made? Well, that's a, that's a mouthful yeah, there. Yeah, it is. No I, I think question. ultimately the process is, it's well thought out. There's lots of people involved from an athletic directors um, to the conferences to it, but ultimately it lands on the presidents and their decisions within their conferences. And then from there, so it kind of goes up, then it goes back down. And we try to, as a group of ADs, and then as the conference commissioner, and we try to provide the president's council with the best information possible, and and presidents make a decision, and then from there we we, we kind of have our orders and and we march, and we do know that you know at our institution, and we have a tremendous president who is an a, a, an advocate for our student athletes, our students in general, and that's comforting. No but question. it's a decision that it's not just falls yeah. on him. I mean, there's yeah. a, there are every every institution has a say in it. So that's kind of how that process. Works. Which will be interesting to get everybody on the same page, which isn't always the easiest thing to do, regardless of where you are. But uh, you know, it's interesting going back to the, the football at all, with the anticipation, hopefully, of having a season. Uh, obviously, there's the uh, process of of ticketing. What's the latest on tickets? 
Well, I'll start by saying that every day we, even now, as we as I, we come to work as a staff, it in it's in preparation to be playing fall sports, including football, obviously. And part of that process is making sure that you know whatever we know it's going to look different. And as of right now, where we are, tickets are on sale in in certain areas of the stadium. Our our chairback section, we. We, we, we had a, a cutoff date so we could make room and based off the model that we have from a social distancing standpoint, that is across the board for all of the sports. And, you know, do we have a plan in place to what it looks like if we don't play or if we play less games? We do, whether that, in, in that is, goes from being able to refund to being able to defer to, and there's a couple different things in place there. I have to think that's got to be quite the process for the ticketing people to uh, come up with a socially distant plan, uh, a seating chart for your, for your stadiums. There's been a lot of thought put into a lot of things over the last three or four months, that being one of them. And, and we have great people here, so they, they have put a lot of time into it. And, and we went out and, and asked them to find best practices and see what other institutions or, and or professional um, uh, teams are doing and they've done that and we have a really good plan in place but like I said it will we, we know it won't be the same and and we've tried to convey that message to to the longtime fans and everybody seems to be pretty appreciative of that I mean in the end most of our fans that we talk to this want to see us play you know they safely they want it to be safe but so yeah I, I think that it'll be different but those people will, I mean, the ticket office in, in, in particular, to answer your mm -hmm. question, has, has put a lot of thought into it. It just didn't make it up. You know, it's kind of funny, too. I was thinking about this driving up uh, today that uh, the situation is, you know, obviously money is a big factor right now. If you don't have the big TV dollars like the Power Five and all that, but just think of all the money that uh, the coaching staffs have saved on flights. Uh, when it comes to recruiting and all that, a lot of a lot of Zoom recruiting, a lot of phone recruiting. Yeah. Though we're not playing the sports, or there's there's the the lack of distribution from from whether it's advertisers and or the NCAA, there have been some cost saving things as well. And to be able to like in you know Coach Ray's example, he's got a number of new players on his team without actually going out and physically recruiting. That would be a first. So, but from our situation over the last three or four months, I think there are things that can be born from that. I think that, that there are things that we can do going forward that we've done now out of necessity that we've been forced to do that have shown that, well, that's actually something we could have been doing all along. And, and we, we are pretty determined to be able to extract those things from this experience going forward. I think the thing you might need the most is a phone charger because you seem to be on the phone all the time, right? We want to make sure that your, your phone has a good battery life, right? It seems to be more people want to know what I think than normal. And it's probably, we've said this all along, you don't know what to think or what to say sometimes, right? That, that does become, get to be a little frustrating. Yeah. Because you want to have, you want to be able to say, well, I wouldn't say the right thing, but you want to be able to have answers for people when they ask you questions. I mean, nobody likes to be asked questions and you never give the answer. Um, but we do the best we can. And again, it makes it better to have so many people up here at Weber State that are, are good to work with too. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to answer. You get asked all the time. We all do. Of 
our sport's going to happen, what's going to happen, and we wish we knew, but we just don't know. Well, it's just like you're asking me the question. Exactly. Questions. I can't even answer, I can't even answer the question about a question. <laughs> it's unanswerable. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> we stumped it. <laughs> anyway, make sure your phone's charged, because I know you're on the phone a lot, but uh, sure great to talk with you, and, and thanks for, uh, for your time together, and Maybe we should interview Steve Klauke, too. It's been a while since he's called a game, huh, Steve? Yeah, the, the uh, basketball game uh, up in Boise, the uh, tough loss to Sacramento State, and uh, uh, it was uh, on the way home from Boise when everything broke loose for the Jazz in, in Oklahoma City that kind of got the, the ball rolling with everything. So it, it has been the, the longest I've gone in a long, long time. Well, you've got to bid on the, the good COVID diet plan, I see, and you've got the rest of local cards, so we expect that you'd be fully mentally and physically prepared for when we start calling things back up here. I am so much looking forward to it. I <laughs> rest really am. vocal cords. Even more so than usual. <laughs> yeah, you're looking good, though. We should say that you've, uh, you've, you're looking good. You've got a new little new hairdo and everything, right? Well, I got, the hairs don't. It went, and so I just decided, I, I gave up on the stragglers and got rid of that, and then because I have a lot of free time and doing a lot of yard work, I also averaging about nine to twelve miles a day walking, and so it's uh, putting on the steps, going through shoes fast, and uh, just enjoying the the weather. Trying to get out early when the weather's uh, turned hot and all that, but it's uh, it's kind of fun, and uh, uh, so far so good. Yeah, good for you. That's a good example. You're still a runner too, aren't you, Tim? Yeah, we try try to exercise every day. It did that, that helps cut the stress down. That's for sure. Except my dog doesn't like it anymore. She's tired of the walks. I, I, I keep every morning now. I say, come on, let's go for a walk. She doesn't want to go anymore. I think I, I overdid it about a week ago. I took her on a five and a half mile. She'd never gone that far. And she's been hesitant to put the leash on ever since. You put the dog on that IR. <laughs> yeah, did. you must have. Exactly. Well, those little chihuahua legs, they don't, you know, it takes a lot to go five and a half miles. Yeah, I don't think I'd go with you either. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. Well, we're glad to have you, Steve, uh, of course, still a part of Weber State Athletics. Look forward to more things. And Tim will be talking again soon, obviously, with, uh, with more news as things get closer. Yeah, I think that, that we probably will spend some time here in the next couple of weeks. So, Again, Steve, it's a pleasure to have you up here. It's great to, to be you. up here. It yeah. really is. Glad you're doing well. And as always, go Wildcats.